What's up, everyone? My name is Michael, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about all things health, wealth, and self-improvement. If you are ready to master your life and reach new heights, then stay tuned for today's episode. Alright, so in today's podcast episode, I want to share with you guys five different side hustles that I have implemented in the last year and a half or two years, I think, that have helped make me 200 to sometimes even $300 on the weekend. And I know that might not seem like a lot of money right away, but considering the amount of time that I've put into these side hustles... That is actually a really, really good amount of money. So, um, you know, side hustles, some of these things can turn into passive income. Some of them can even turn into your full-time job if you want. But I think what's most important to remember is that the average millionaire out there has six different streams of income. And that's because if one stream of income, you know, goes away or something happens where you get laid off, you're not relying on really anybody else. You're still going to have those five different backup income streams. So that's why it's incredibly important to develop as many side hustles as you can right away. Um, I know that's not always accessible for everybody, but the more you build your side hustles now, the better off you're going to be in the future, especially if something does happen. I know right now there are 53 million Americans who are without a job. And I'm not saying like side hustles are going to completely prevent that. Um, you're, you know, you're still going to have your layoffs and everything, but it's a good way to earn money, you know, outside of work and really just a good way to earn money on the weekends when you need some extra spending money. You get the idea. So in today's episode, like I said, I'm going to share five different side hustles. The first one is shipped. Now, if you don't know what shipped is, think of it like a uh, Uber or Lyft, but instead of delivering people, you are delivering groceries. So I started with shipped, I think it was like November of last year or something. So right before the holiday season, the holiday season is really good for shipped. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, with everybody trying to avoid the grocery stores as much as they can, shipped is going to have an influx of orders on the app. And so Oftentimes, they're going to give promotions if you take an order and get it to the customer on time. So to give you some context, last winter when I was uh, delivering with Shipped, I was only taking orders that had a $20 promotion attached to them. That's not including the delivery fee. That's not the tip or anything. That's just Shipped giving me an extra $20 to take an order and to get it to the customer on time. Now, aside from that, how shipped normally works is you get a $5 minimum fee plus 7% of the order, like the cost of the order. So if an order is $100, you would get 7% of that. So it'd be $7 plus a $5 minimum fee. You'd be making $12 with that order. Um, That's just baseline. There is also the option for the customer to tip you as well. So um, once you deliver the order, if everything is good, seven or eight times out of 10, the customer is going to sh- uh, tip you. So uh, those can sometimes, I had a tip once that was like 25 or $30. I think that was my highest one. I think with that order alone, it took me an hour and a half. 
I made with the promotion, with the delivery, with the tip. I want to say it was like 60 or $65. So it equated to be about $50 per hour. That's not bad for a side hustle. There were weekends where I was delivering groceries three hours on a Saturday afternoon and then like two or three hours on a Sunday afternoon. I was walking away with $300. Like that's how crazy it is around the holiday season. So if you have some extra time, um, I know that there are a lot of people who would rather spend the holiday season with their family, but even after work, you know, go out for an hour, do shit. You have to think of it like consumer based. People are in a generous mood around the holiday season. So they're probably going to tip you not only that, but you're also going to get a lot of promotions through shipped. It's not a stream of income that can be passive or anything. So you actually like do have to work and continue to work if you want to continue to make money. But it's an all app based service, super easy to use. And if you're the type of person who isn't familiar like with your local grocery store, Shipped will tell you where everything is located in the store. So you just look on the app, it'll say what aisle something is in. If you have the wrong item, you scan a barcode and it'll tell you that it's a wrong item. It's literally the easiest app to use. I think it's probably easier than most social media apps, to be honest. So if you're looking to make some extra money on the weekend, I definitely recommend using Shipped. The second side hustle that I have tried, I kind of failed with this one, to be completely honest with you, but it's Skillshare. There's a YouTuber out there. His name is Ali Abdal. He is a doctor from the UK. He's the one that kind of got me inspired um, to try out Skillshare and to really just like make a course. I created a course that was on um, growing your blog traffic with Pinterest. So if you guys didn't know, Pinterest is like a social media or no, not a social media, sorry, search engine, where it's like Google, but only dumber, and it's pictures instead of words. Anyhow, it is a great way to drive traffic to your website. I tried making a class on Skillshare. It didn't really work. I think right now it's like $10 I've made so far with that class, so not really a good use of my time, but this doctor from the UK is also a YouTuber with I think like 900,000 subscribers. He created one three-hour class on Skillshare. It took him one day to film. He sent it out to a freelance editor who spent another day editing that, and he put it up on Skillshare. I think he said he put it up in like September of 2019. Essentially from October of 2019 all the way up until now, he's been making an average of $200 a day. And that is just from Skillshare. He's also making $150 on average through YouTube ad revenue. And he's only making $140 per day as a junior doctor in the UK. I didn't know this, but doctors in the UK actually don't make that much money. So it's not like American doctors. Um, American doctors can make hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. In the UK, I think it's like right around fifty or $60,000. They also don't have as many student loans as Americans have. But, you know, just putting this class up on Skillshare has become his number one source of income. And it's strictly passive. He talked about creating the class one day, putting it up on Skillshare, hasn't touched it since. 
he's created more classes since then because he saw like the potential that Skillshare offered. And so I dare say he's pretty soon going to be making around five or six hundred dollars a day. But ever since he put that one class up, one class, one three hour class, he has made an average of two hundred dollars per day. That's including weekends. That is crazy. His yearly annual income right now is up to five hundred thousand dollars. And I think he said that like two hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand was largely due to Skillshare. Obviously, there are going to be some fluctuations in that. So there are going to be days where he's at like one hundred and twenty dollars and days where he's going to be like two hundred and fifty dollars. On average, it comes out for him to be about two hundred dollars a day. Skillshare has come out and said that if you put up a class on Skillshare, your first class, you can expect two hundred dollars within that month. And that's because Skillshare does all of the work for you. They promote new classes to uh, all of their members. And so you can promote your own class, but Skillshare does a really good job of doing that for you. The thing is, everybody has a creative side to them. There is something that you can teach on Skillshare. You are an expert in something out there. Know your strengths and be willing to share your knowledge. The reason for that is because you never know what could happen until you actually try. Granted, for me, it didn't work out. There are a lot of other different things I can teach on Skillshare. Um, I could try it if I really wanted to. It hasn't worked out for me, so like that's why I'm kind of hesitant on doing another class. But then you also have people who are incredibly successful using Skillshare, and it's just another website. It is literally an application. With all of these side hustles, they are going to be apps on your phone. There is no reason you're not making money. If you are somebody who does not have a job right now, and this is going to be, some people are probably going to take this the wrong way, or it might be a hard pill to swallow, and sorry for the voice crack, but if you are without a job right now, there's no excuse for not making any money. I'm sorry to say that. That's not meant to frustrate anybody. With the internet, with our mobile phones, with e-commerce, there are so many free ways to make money. It is ridiculous. You can make money for walking somebody's dog if you really wanted to. Like just with all of the various apps on your phone, like that little device in your pocket can literally start you a business and it can start a successful business. There are people who have started million dollar businesses from nothing more than their phone. So if you really wanted to, you like it's it's up to you. All of these things are just meant to help you out. So sorry for the rant. The third way or the third side hustle is Uber and Lyft. So again, this is like shipped, but instead of delivering groceries, you're delivering people. I tend to prefer shipped just because I am a little bit more of an introverted person. I don't want to say socially awkward, but when I am around large groups of people, I kind of get shy and isolate myself if that makes sense i tend not to be around a lot of people so i just decide to deliver groceries instead of taking people from point a to point b but if you're somebody who really likes that social interaction or if you are leaving work in a busy city driving to the suburbs hop on uber or lyft take somebody home and why not make money for it like it's going to definitely cover the cost of gas it'll probably cover lunch or dinner for that day just by taking one person from around your work to around where you live 
there are also ways where you can increase the probability of getting tips. So with Uber and Lyft, one of the things you could do is like put a cooler of ice cold beverages in your car and then when somebody gets in, offer them a drink or do something as simple as asking them what radio station they want to listen to. For Shipped, one of the things that I did to increase my tips was I would put a thank you note into every single grocery bag. Nothing really too complicated, just said, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to deliver for you. I hope you had a great experience with Shipped and happy holidays. Something as basic as that and you would not believe the amount of tips that I got. And it kind of became a competition with some of my friends at work because they were doing it as well. Um, and we would just see who got more tips. We were in the same area too, so it was pretty even playing field. But I was making far more tips and I was taking far less orders because I was found something that was promoting kindness. People tend to do well when you are kind to them and when you do something, just that little extra gesture of kindness can go a long way with somebody. So whether it's Uber or Lyft or Shipped, do something that is really going to show the customer you care about them and just be kind. The more you do that, the likelier you are um, of having like a good review as well as being tipped. So definitely recommend that. Um, again, if you're somebody who's introverted like myself, wouldn't recommend Uber or Lyft. It could get really awkward for the customer. So stick with Shipped. It's really easy to use and super fun. I, I enjoy getting out, going grocery shopping, and that's why Shipped is probably my favorite side hustle. Um, but yeah, getting into the fourth side hustle is Medium. I don't really know how to describe Medium other than like a social media platform, but for bloggers and readers instead of normal like social media people. Um, I'm a person, I blog on a daily basis. So I have a blog I've been posting there every single day for 900 days straight. Medium is something that is incredibly easy for me to use because I literally just copy my blog post and put it up onto Medium. And what's nice about Medium is that when you get applauds, so think of it like a like on Facebook, you actually make money from that. There is a setting that you can use on Medium that puts your story behind a paywall. So it means that like member there, somebody who views your story has to be a member of Medium, which costs $5 a month. So it is a subscription-based service as well as a free service. But if you wanna view every story, you do have to pay for the $5 monthly fee. But then some of that $5 will go to the writers who you support and you support them by applauding them or clapping for their stories. Again, it's something that I haven't put a lot of time into, but I'm still coming away with like 40 or $50 on average a month. There are months where I've gotten like $100. I think actually I take that back. I think my best month was like $98. So just short of 100. Uh, but there are writers out there who are making $10,000 a month just from putting up articles on Medium. So it's like a news or a magazine site, kind of, in a way. There are different publications, uh, different, um, what do you say, different publications. There are different keywords where you can target and then... There are some pretty big writers on Medium. So Ryan Holiday, who is big on Stoicism, is on Medium. Nicolas Cage is on Medium. 
Tim Denning. I think Tim Denning is probably one of the biggest writers on Medium right now. He's just like absolutely blowing up over the course of the last year. These are all established writers. So they've been writing for five to ten years. But Medium itself hasn't really gotten big since like the last two or three years, I'd say. And even then, it's still relatively small compared to like Instagram or Twitter. It's not really a social media platform, but it is a good way to make some extra money. Again, these writers are making like $10,000 plus a month. And then that's just like people applauding their stories. That's not including any sponsorships that might be in their stories, any affiliate ads or anything like that. That's solely from Medium. I would say more realistically, if you have like 3,000 followers, you could probably make $1,000 a month. I currently have 1,300 followers. I know the math doesn't add up, but like a lot of my followers, I will admit, are not active just because I've been on the platform now for like two years. So some of them have come, some of them have gone. Um, But yeah, I would say if you are new and really like writing, and you know you have a creative outlet and want to do so through writing i would recommend medium it is a good way to just kind of like share your thoughts and there are so many people on medium who relate to you so you get to pick the keywords that you want to follow as a reader and then you can read stories just on that keyword so it's not like me i hate politics i stay away from any single political story i actually have it on medium where like i don't see any political story and that's just by choice so there are different ways to filter like what stories pop up on your home screen so i have a select few categories i follow and then just support writers in that field it is something i strongly recommend doing if you are big into writing and again with any of these passive income streams you never know what the possibility could be who knows you might be the next tim denning and blow up on medium be able to make like ten thousand dollars a month like there are people who have turned like who have quit their jobs and now their sole focus is medium and that's just the power of social media the internet e-commerce like there's so many different ways like oh i cannot stress that enough so i'm not going to get into that rant again anyhow the last side hustle and well last but not least like there are so many more out there um it's going to be youtube and podcasting YouTube is a little bit more difficult to get monetized on. So to get monetized on YouTube, you have to have 1,000 subscribers and I think like 40,000 watch hours or something. So that seems like a lot right away, but really if you think about it, you have one video that goes semi-viral. It's a 10 minute long video, gets 50,000 views. That's gonna cover a large chunk of your watch minutes. And that's not including like the progression. So you're gonna start from nothing, obviously, but when you get to a thousand subscribers, probably gonna have more than one video on your channel, unless you have, again, a video that does super well. But it's all going to be uh, relative. So you're gonna start small, work your way up. It all works out in the end. Like unless you have a dead channel, there is really no excuse for not being able to get monetized. Just keep consistent with it. It is hard, but once you reach that thousand uh, subscriber milestone, it tends to go up pretty quick after that. With YouTube algorithm, you just never really know. Um, and then with that too, podcasting. Podcasting is a growing industry. It's still nowhere near YouTube or think about it, 
TikTok or Instagram influencers, but it is growing. It's not too late to get into the podcasting game, at least I don't think so. And what I really like is that at the beginning of this podcast, you probably heard that little uh, snip from Anchor. And Anchor is actually the sponsor of today's podcast. I have everything with my podcast running through Anchor. It is free to use. But what's really nice is that you can start making money with your podcast right away. You don't have to have an established audience. You don't have to have really anything. Like You don't even have to have one podcast put up before you can start monetizing your podcast. With Anchor, it's I think like the CPM is $10. So what that means is for every 1,000 listeners on your podcast, you can make $10. Aside from that, Anchor will also find sponsorships for you. So you don't have to go to different companies and say, hey, do you want to sponsor my podcast? Different sponsors will come to Anchor and find like podcasters who are in the same niche as them and then they'll do everything through anchor anchor will message you asking you if you want to have them as a sponsor and then you just record a little audio voice put it either at the beginning of the podcast or the middle of the podcast and the cpm only goes up so there are some cpm ads i've seen for like 17 dollars and 50 cents what that means again if you have a thousand listeners you can make 17 dollars and 50 cents it's going to vary from company to company, just like how much they're wanting to spend. But podcasting is a great way to make some money. I'm a person like I just enjoy getting on a podcast and talking. I this is really weird because, I, like I said, I'm an introverted person, but I love talking. Once I start talking, it is very hard for me to shut up. So that's just why I like releasing my thoughts just trying to help others as much as I can and that's why I started a podcast in the first place the fact that I started this with zero expectation of making money but now can actually make some that's only an added bonus and that just goes to show like there isn't one thing out there that you can't make money from today there are people who are getting paid to read books people who are getting paid to surf the web, go to different websites to click around on different websites, see what's working well on the website, what isn't working well, and give their feedback. Like there are so many different companies in every single niche out there in today's day and age that are going to pay you for sitting behind a computer screen and really just trying to make their product better. Like that's what side hustling is all about. It's about finding something that you're passionate about and creating something from it. So I know there are so many other ways out there to make money, but these are my five favorite side hustles. I would say they are probably, I don't wanna say like the easiest because that's all subjective to me, but these are what I have found to be the easiest uh, just with my skill set. Maybe you have some different ideas either way. Uh, feel free to let me know. I know I'd love to try out some different ones and uh, see you know, just see the possibility of it. Anyhow, that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast episode. If you did enjoy, uh, definitely feel free to leave a rating 
subscribe to the show if you haven't and share it you know sharing is caring in today's day and age i hope you did enjoy it i will include the links to all of these different side hustles in the show notes below if you want to check them out be greatly appreciated anyhow we'll talk to you guys next time goodbye